0: eyes up guardians we are live for episode 83 of the conquerors corner podcast today is thursday october 20th and i am the destiny bad boy not ryan fox here with my fire team who all of you ccbs know by now jared
1: yeah i'm back uh took a week off and uh congratulations chad for being here for all of the episodes so far and never never taking a break um ever know we all know that he has not been playing destiny he's been playing mass effect and definitely been taking a break that's <laughs> so, uh, not like that we played last <laughs> night <laughs> congrats chad
0: and the chronicler himself chad Ocero.
2: i i had to find my story somewhere and i found it in mass effect because i haven't completed this this the series yet so no spoilies um but definitely interested in talking a little bit about lore again we had some lore books come out so we got that coming at you
0: uh they all die at the end and make sure if you're watching us on youtube don't forget you can take us on the road via spotify itunes and other podcast services make sure you subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe turn on the bell notifications yada 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 follow us on twitter at destiny cc pod send us a bunch of friend requests join the discord server so we can play video games together because we need more people to play video games with currently. Uh, Hippy brought the very, very, very light twab this week, but before we get into that, let's listen to the intro music from everybody's favorite link, who you can find on Twitter at link of time g.
1: All right, everyone. Uh, Festival of Loss is back. And it's the first week, so it did launch with some bugs. So um, when you first load into the tower, talk to Eva, you start to get some pages. And they tell, tell, she tells you to go do the Haunted Lost Sector. And if you do it, it could just eat your pages and not let you proceed in the quest. Uh, so that should have been fixed by now, uh, listening to this. However, there's still many bugs uh, with this uh, with this festival, so uh, make sure you post them on Budgie Help or uh, the Budgie Help Twitter is usually tweeting out quite a bit of updates and stuff that uh, people are running into when issues occur. So um, we voted probably what, what was that eight months ago on Vec on Mechs versus Monsters for the Halloween ornaments, and Mechs have won, and they are officially in the and the ever store for you to go purchase with your hard-earned Bright Dust or for, with your silver. And uh, I think Fox, he, he has to collect all the Warlock ones. So how do you feel about the uh, the Warlock Ultimate set?
0: Uh, honestly, since I did most of the, the seasonal challenges in order to get to plus 15 on the artifact, I had enough Bright Dust saved up to buy uh, that. And I've also have enough bright dust saved up to buy the the Fortnite skin. So Bungie got zero dollars from me this season. So kind of kind of weird. But if they're not gonna deliver, then I'm not gonna pay them.
1: Yeah, I understand that. Um I'd say this is launched kind of rough. Um there's a lot more stuff in the oververse for you to go purchase if you want. Um looks like a Star
0: Horse speeder, um, a black cat. The Star Horse helmet did almost make me spend money though. I'm not going <laughs> to lie about that one. That was one, that the closest that came uh, to, to, to drop in the bag. But uh, I'm trying to hold out and see what comes around for Bright Dust at this point.
1: Also, if you're into carving pumpkins or painting pumpkins, you can use um, some stencils that are attached in the TWAB and uh, post them on twitter or instagram with uh hashtag uh, aotw or motw and uh festival of the lost pumpkin that's the hashtag that's a flight there's anything like that and if you are used or retweeted by Bungie's account you'll get a um exclusive emblem uh that you can use in game so i'm sure that would be quite sought after and to me that, that really emblem, looks like that something looks
0: good it looks it, real good, donut. Yeah,
1: yeah. It kind of looks like you should uh, earn it by doing something
0: in the legendary campaign from Witch Queen. Yeah, it kind it reminds me of uh, yeah. like a an oddball and a king of the hill mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, you know, hold the ball to earn points. That's kind of what the what the thing reminded me <laughs> of. But it, it looked good. I wish that uh, it was earnable for anything other than being better than millions of people at art stuff because yeah. i am never going to be better than millions of people at art stuff so
1: or you just have a cute kid posted next to it and you can probably get away with it like being used so i know you got I two of those just, running around so
0: yeah i could just put my daughter in front of it and just pimp mm-hmm. her out for a mm-hmm. destiny emblem i'm sure my wife would appreciate that a lot uh, she wouldn't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> um also in the bungee store, there is a couple t shirts in the seal that you can that you can buy. Um and and the t shirts like the 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 headless ones smile in the dark of a black t shirt, which uh, I'm struggling for black t shirts, but I don't want to purchase this and have to wait eight months for it to come in. So I might get a buy, you know, next Halloween or something. So all right, so uh Chad, how is the Festival of Lost going for you so far?
2: Oh boy. Um, I've done literally nothing. Um, so like I looked at some of the ornaments and like the ornaments for the weapons look really cool. Like the parasite one and, um, the, the one for, for grand overture looks neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and the star horse sparrow looks cool. And, the, the, like the particle effects that come out of it in the back are, are definitely really cool. Um, But as far as an event goes, for me, it's it's like if I didn't have triumphs to do, which I'm going to do the triumphs, I would literally just see this as a, oh, cool, like themed skins for stuff. And then I'm just going to play the game, Mm -hmm. not like this isn't much of an event at the moment. Um, But like I said, I haven't played any of it because it literally it loaded in with the same exact bug it had last year. And I'm like, Oof. man, copy paste, baby. The only good news is that they have the bug also ready to copy paste. But uh, still, it it left a really sour taste in my mouth when I loaded in on Tuesday. We were doing raids, so I loaded in right before the raid just to look at what was going on, talk to Eva, and that's all I did. I mm-hmm. didn't do anything else. And then we did raids. Last night we did, uh, we did some GMs. Um, and then it's tonight and probably going to. Play Mass Effect again after this. Um, but uh, I'll probably what spend just, some time. Why do you on just
0: it. love Mass Effect so much?
2: It's a good story. I like story. We all know I like the stories of things. Um, plus, you I get mean, to make you, the story. You know, you know how it's going to end, though. No, I don't. I said no spoilies, Ryan. All right. I have to
0: Do you want to know how it's going to end? <laughs> I do when I beat it. We'll talk about it after.
2: I will quit the pod. Uh <laughs> right.
1: so Fox, me and you dipped our toes into it a bit. Um, how rewarding are you think you think this event is and do you see yourself like grinding out the
0: rewards? So I did like the first ten steps of the quest or whatever. The and once you do that, you get the you get the sniper rifle, the god roll version of the sniper rifle, or I did. I know some people haven't been getting the The God Roll version of that sniper rifle, but it has like accurized, uh, uh, opening shot as well as uh, snapshot, uh, snapshot opening shot, accurized, and it had was it a handling masterwork or something else that I had on it too?
1: I think that's been random. Yeah,
0: has that been random?
1: Yeah, it's like the it's the really? snapshot opening shot is what's been. On most people's websites,
0: is, is that the only thing that's consistent on it?
1: Yeah, that's what it's, I've uh, seen.
0: The, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I hope, I, please God, let me say this right, so you guys don't make fun of me. Is that macabre? Is that how it's is that How it's pronounced? It's just macabre. Macab. Yeah. i want to take your word for it, Chad. You're, uh, you've got more uh, language knowledge than I do. <laughs> So mine had like a corkscrew or small bore with accurized snapshot opening shot. And then mine actually had a range masterwork on it. So um, allegedly it's good for PVP. I've seen people saying it is the the PVP quote unquote god roll. I haven't used it. I got to the part to where I unlocked it. And then we went straight into our like three GMs directly after that and so that'll be something i'll use in the future i did wear the mask while we were doing gms i i got a pretty good role on the mask i'm not sure if that's like a standard roll or if i just got like stupid lucky um on that roll. but you know the mask is like the helmet that you equip and uh the role that i that i got on mine had uh it was a 61 overall, and it would have had like 23 resilience, 25 discipline. So I was able to slap a resilience mod on it with the rest of my build, and I was able to remain 999 in resilience, recovery, and discipline. So I was pretty happy. And, you know, I I did go hard for the masks back in previous years. So I had a good bit, and I obviously went for the callus mask in our GM runs. So... Uh, Doing that, I was able to collect candy. And I think, and literally, I did three GM runs. And in the candy, I collected 2,894 candy in those three runs. So I don't know what that's good for because I haven't interacted a whole lot with the rest of the event. Uh, But I, I, I feel like that's a pretty decent chunk of change.
1: I believe you can unlock masks, and you can also spend them at at Ava for uh, purple bags or blue bags. Um, I purchased a purple bag and got like the an SMG that's just like in the world loot pool, not one of the weapons that you get from a season of the Lost. So, Oof. don't spend your money on that. Don't spend that candy.
0: So the uh, what I did notice was. Whenever you have to go in and do the 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 haunted lost sectors and kill ten of the of the horsemen or whatever and then you mm-hmm. get the boss to appear. Doing that it seemed to be it was kinda of pain because you would kill the tenth boss with like a minute ish left. And this is in like a purely uh like randomized fire team, not with people that are communicating or coordinating whatsoever. and then you would just kind of hang out in there and wait and you would get those pages and then you'd turn the pages into the 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 book that's standing beside Eva to unlock the war and it was it seemed like it was quite the grind, not gonna lie. so I don't know how much I'll be interacting with it over the next little bit
1: yeah so it probably leads into our next little question here is like what would you change or improve the event and to me what i miss about what the haunted forest used to be was that mm-hmm. it kept going and like the time you spent like it was, what was it 10 minutes to, to get through the forest you just cleared as many right. branches you could get in that amount of time and that's why i really yeah. wish these headless horsemen over the headless ones are um not the not the horsemen, but the headless ones. Um, that it's like that <laughs> that's, five, that's, that's totally yeah, my fault. Yeah, those five minutes you just you should be able to, just to get through as many as you can in five minutes, and then move on to the boss. And now to do it optimally to get fifteen headless ones, you you not you shouldn't melt the boss. You guys tinkle the boss down so he's going to spawn five more uh, headless ones as you uh, you take him down. To that's how you I didn't even know that. Convert. Yeah. So, like, you're supposed to go slow. Again, with this, is like, same with the ruffians crap that's been going on with Chad for those last um, nine weeks. It's, it's it's just dumb the way they have slowed this game down to make you want to. That you, they want the players to go slow. And that is not what this game is. Not going to be able to do it.
2: I mean, I, I understand that they, they wanted to have an artificial feeling of there being more content, but stretching out content doesn't give that feeling. It gives people the feeling of emptiness. Like what am I doing right now? There's literally nothing um, for this event. Anyway, if they literally um, kind of like what the haunted forest did, where it was, it was, you had a timer and however far you could get in that amount of time gave you an amount. Um, if they did that, but it like going into the lost sector. Once you hit a certain amount of bosses killed, it just became a boss bum rush, and you're just sitting there killing as many bosses as you can with the rest of the time. And then it awards you an amount of pages based on the amount killed. Not so that oh, I hit ten, I got a minute and a thirty seconds left. I'm just gonna sit here and emote with my homies and and dance so that I don't get booted. Like if you were sitting there and actually just killing bosses the entire time and timed out and all of a sudden everything just disappeared like and you're like cool i got 14 bosses this time like that'd be dope that'd be fun man that'd be like let's see how high of a number i can get to not let me sit here for a minute and a half which was a problem last year that everybody complained about like bruh you've had a whole year to at least do something and all you would have had to do is you already have ways to automatically make enemies immune and disappear off the map and end stuff. We've seen it happen. It happens all the time. Um, with the with the infinite forest, literally if you can't kill the boss within the timer, you all get teleported to the end place and then you're put there and here's your chest and your rewards. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is make it just a boss rush where you're just killing bosses for however long the timer is. And it just be, it'd be mayhem. It'd be fun time. Like if you added modifiers, and like you made it like here's a mode. You go in, weapons are locked, armor is locked, mayhem is active. Okay. Bruh. I'd have a blast. I'd have yeah. so much fun having Mayhem in PvE. It'd be it'd be nonsense. I would enjoy myself so much. Like, could you imagine running around with three dudes and you're just blasting supers left and right and just killing everything and just it'd be it'd be a, an actual fun
0: time. Yeah it'd be cool if they did that, and then if you were in, like, a two-person fire team, you got half mayhem speeds, and if you were in, like, a three-person fire team, you got, like, one-third mayhem. You know, something to just kind of balance out between a fully randomized fire team, fully match-made fire team versus, like, one that's put together, and that that, that would be cool. It'd be something to to do, and you know, it would make a. You could get a few more runs out of it before you were done with it. And right now, I just feel, I just feel done with this. I feel done with this season. And I, I just have once we get the GMs done, like I'm probably going to be wrapping up Spider Man, wrapping up Final Fantasy Seven Remake, playing the uh, Uncharted Collection, maybe getting Death Stranding going. Like I'm just kind of, I'm kind of over Destiny this season. I haven't been impressed this season. I wasn't impressed last season. I know next season's probably not going to be a whole lot better. It'll probably be some better. But next year, man, they better do something because I'm not going to do four seasons of this next year.
2: By the way, uh, to, to answer back to Tiff, FemShep for life, dog.
0: <laughs> so you're a FemShep guy? Oh, heck yes. Get your master... Get your, get your slander out of here. This is a destiny podcast, not a Mass effect ten year old game. Podcast. Hey, man, I was answering oh, okay, one of our okay.
2: dearly beloved fans. All right.
0: Yeah. I know her pretty well.
2: <laughs>
1: I didn't know I what hear She's was, a great uh, person. What y'all was even talking about. So uh <laughs> so that puts a cap to the loss. yeah, overall, like cool. Like, um I know it just gets some people into the game to go collect candy, unlock masks, um, and it's like it's cool that like you can run around and have cows on your face or sabathurian or now like those of them in a telesto mask that you can unlock so that stuff's cool and uh but i think they they need to if the same events coming back year after year they should do little improvements year after year and just build onto it like i'm not talking about totally we work these haunted lost sectors just make little tweaks to them to make them more enjoyable uh to the player. <clears throat>
0: Jared, if that uh if that sniper wasn't coming out at the end of, you know, twenty minutes of work, would you be in there more trying to grind for it or not?
1: Um you know, I I'm just so attached to ISO for sniper that it takes a lot for for me to go after one. And like this one does have some stuff that, that, that's really cool that we'll get into for weapons breakdown, but it's like just enough of a carrot on a stick to a starving destiny player right now that like right something to chase is like okay well it's it's over there so i guess i will go give it a few shots that to see what's going on all right next up is uh weapons leaving next season so an iron banner forges pledge the pulse rifle and the wish walker shotgun is leaving um of course, try, uh, Iron Bearers come around for one more week before this season is out. I think um, I'm not sure what week that is, but um, that Wee Sparkle shotgun's pretty good. Um, if you don't have a lightweight frame shotgun and th- that goes away before you get one, the one in Days in Eternity, which is called Wastelander M5, I believe, um, will suit you just fine. If you um, and that can you can unlock the crafted version that way too. Uh, Trials of Osiris, uh, Aisha's Embrace, the Scout Rifle, and Reed's Regret is leaving. I feel like both of these have been um, decent weapons in PvE just because um, the Rapid Frame Scout Rifle is usually the fan favorite for the most part because it has a built-in um, auto as of right now until they, they bring in that. I think it's supposed to be in the game next season where you can have a full auto on any weapon.
0: And it's uh, void.
1: Yeah, and it's Ford. And then Weaves Regret is basically like one of the highest ceiling PvE legendary weapons that you can get for DPS due to the fact how you can make stasis wells casting a super and getting Fawn of Might. So um, definitely worth keeping one of those around for some like major DPS check if you're trying to do day one day one raids. And then Nightfall, Silicon Neroma, Sniper Rifle, and Duty Bound Auto Rifle. Is leaving. Um, I'm glad to see these two go in Nightfalls, and really hope we get two two good ones next season. Because man, Duty Bound just came, and it was just not fun to use. The scope was weird. Um, auto rifles are just pretty pretty bad. as overall in this game right now. Uh, I don't know. I understand them not wanting to have them great in PvP, but even in PvE, they just feel like you're just shooting peas at them when you're using an auto rifle compared to uh, some other weapons. Um, on October 25th, this is going to be a hot fix. So 15 minutes before reset, uh, you'll be kicked out of the game and there will be a download uh, at reset for you. So that's it for um, all the major points in the TWAB. Um, you know, Hippie, just make sure you, you're drinking some water with eating all that, with all that candy. So just just take a water break every now and then. And maybe brush your teeth.
0: You know what? the babies, All right. Um you gotta remember, we are from Kentucky. <laughs> True. Uh, I, mm. So
1: so this is something that's happening. Um, this next thing here is outside of Destiny, but inside of Bungie. And um, there's an article that came out this week. Um, the article I'm seeing is on Insider Gaming and according to sources, Bungie is set to bring back Marathon uh the Marathon series with a new game that will be a three-man squad extraction-based shooter. Um all right, uh I'm very interested in this, so um so it's understood that the gameplay loop of Marathon is uh going to be similar to most extraction-based shooters and you choose a mission, buy and choose your loadout drop into the map, hunt for uh, hunt for loot, complete the missions, and extract safely. So um, you can kind of think of Tarkov here, but Tarkov, you can still run into players. It looks like this is going to be only PvE-based. So like God. And this is also going to be a living game. So we'll have seasonal rewards and progression it will be part of this game. And so it will have live service and live updates. And then Marathon was again if you were around for the history of Bungie on this podcast. We thank you for your service. Um it we re- it released in nineteen ninety-four and then had two sequels in ninety five and ninety-six. And they sold about two hundred units by two thousand two.
0: It's also not available on Steam. We went and looked before the podcast started. Uh all they had was nipple marathon that was available. <laughs> um They didn't have the actual Bungie Marathon games. So I will go on the hunt for those probably this weekend uh, on like GOG or something like that and see if they're there. And I'm going to try to play through those just to have an idea of what uh, the history is. I mean, I've, I've done the history of Bungie podcast, but just to get those minute details about... I'm sure there's going to be weapons that are callbacks to those original three games and stuff like that. So that is my plan over the next little bit. I'm very excited for this game. Uh, Tarkov is an extraction game. It's like the the poster child for an extraction game. Uh, our Lord and Savior, Dr. Disrespect, his game coming out what's it called, like Death Drop or Dead Drop or something like that, is also a vertical extraction game. So I would say it's going to be in the vein of those, which should be fantastic. Uh, Rumor on the street is that um, Call of Duty is also working on an extraction game as well. I don't think it's coming this year. I think it's more of a next year thing. This year they're launching the new Warzone, which is obviously like a Battle Royale. So by that time, we should have four pretty good ones uh hopefully in the marketplace and um let them thrive
1: yeah chad i mean i think this was pretty nice this is a pve pve centered one in three man
2: yeah yeah i'm definitely very excited um i've seen some tarkov uh, gameplay not a lot because i didn't really get fully fully into it um uh but i i'm a big pve guy very big PVE guy, which is why I don't play Call of Duty very much, unless it's zombies because it's PVE. Mm-hmm. Um, but a three-man bungee game, it's it's at least the gunplay is going to feel good. Whether it's balanced well, you know, we'll, we'll find that out. But the gunplay in bungee games always feels nice for the most part. You can find the guns that you're like, this This gun's awesome and, and you know, it's great. Um, so I'm definitely excited to see what happens. But again, like Ryan... I don't know much about Marathon at all. Um, So I would also like to find the games to play them or at least watch like a story, like the story, like he'll play the game and I'll just watch the lore (laughs) like a two hour video of someone talking about the backstory of it. Um, And then that we can put our brains together um, and then tell Jared all about it. Um, But I definitely like that. They're pulling their old IP in and they're like, Hey, like, Let's bring this back and let's do something cool with it that we can't really do with with Destiny, but we can do with this. Um, so I'm I'm definitely happy to see it and um, hope to hear more about it soon. Probably not this year, um, but you know, they said 20, 2025. Yeah, yeah. So hear more about it. Maybe the end of next year, the end of twenty twenty three. Here a little is, little bit. Think this is the
0: matter. The matter game that's been. Mm. Talked about it or not.
1: Yeah, I think we've heard multiple times that Bungie has more than just uh that Matter yeah, game. Yeah, they're working on a couple things. They're working on a like some kind of competitive shooter that's a that's like comedic voice lines in it too. So yeah, I think I think they got three or four games underneath the hood that's not really come out yet.
0: So this from what I, what I see on here, there is a website called Alpha One Marathon Open Source. They Bungie has made <clears throat> both of those games, Marathon, Marathon 2, uh, Durandal, and Marathon Infinity. All those games are all open source and they are available for free online. Um, and this isn't like hacking or downloading ROMs or anything like that. Uh, this appears to be all three games just available for free open source which not a big surprise considering they're like 25 years old yeah or whatever at this point <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to hop in there and check them out i think um
2: you got the rest of this season
0: we'll see how it goes yeah because <laughs> i've got a lot of games to get through before christmas so um before the next you know next next season i'll pop in and crank out a bunch of seasonal challenges and get up to be gm ready and all that stuff for it uh but i really don't see myself playing months and months and months and months uh of this game i imagine it's going to be an overwatch 2 plus other single player games stretched around but we'll see it we'll see how it goes
1: Yeah, We probably we might end up doing a little segment about Overwatch too. If we ever... Uh, I've given serious thought trying to get into the ranked and then pick one to try to be I good gotta, at.
0: I gotta get to that level 25 first to get to the ranked. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. But I do enjoy the support. I really enjoy playing Mercy on uh, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to play Lucio, but I know that Chad is the god Lucio uh, between us, so... I've been messing around with Zenyatta and a couple other couple other of the support players, but I, I know when I play with Chad, I can get mercy, but whenever I like quick play in, mercy is always the first one taken. So I'm having to play a bunch of alts. So but man, what a game. What a yeah. game. Overwatch fun, fun game. I really enjoy it.
1: All right. Speaking of likes, it's time for three likes and dislikes. So um This week we got into some gms finally um and you know i was using titan with heart of light with the storm nades and they are really good um we've always we've all seen the videos of people three main and raid boss with storm nades and all this stuff but the fact that it's an in-game pve with um 25 under light and they're still just doing great stunning overloads and jolting them at the same time just really good and um
0: I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, My like was that the GMs we did last night were really fun. It was actually... You had to actually pay attention while you were playing the game and give it at least 70%, maybe 80% of your full attention in order to complete those GMs. And uh, it was a fun time.
2: Um, And I... Enjoy playing in-game stuff with my homies. Uh, like Ryan said, GMs are, are fun. They're they're. Uh, you actually have to pay attention and play the game really well, and and make the calls and, and watch for watch each other's backs. And that's that's a lot of fun when you when you um, get a good coherent team going um, and have that teamwork or working on building that teamwork. It's it's a it's a really fun time. Um, and uh, as far as my dislike, I very much dislike pointless events, things that feel like they should be something or they're like they're branded as being something, but they're not. And that is currently what festival of Lost feels to me. Like I said earlier, it feels very much like a here's skins and that's the whole event, which if that's all they made it out to be like, they didn't even give us the haunted lost sectors or nothing. Just like, here's some skins and stuff. Enjoy. And I'd be like, cool. Thanks. You know, great. But you know, it's, it's literally a copy paste of last year with the same bug as last year and it, it doesn't feel good. I've, I've, I always try to defend copy and paste guns. I do my best to go, like defend all those, but this one is worse than a reskin and I'm, I'm feeling bad about it.
0: My, uh, my dislike kind of piggybacking on Chad. I didn't mean to piggyback on his like as well. Um, is that everything this entire year Once the expansion dropped, it kind of felt like it was just drug out for the sake of being drug out, and things were intentionally made to time gate you than in previous years and seasons of Destiny. I feel like this season they had the least amount of comment, the least amount of content that they had to stretch out over the longest amount of time. And whether that be like, with the the callus stuff on the Leviathan or this season stuff and having to go through and run the catch crafts and the expeditions and all that everything is just stretched for the point of not having more content to stretch it and it does not feel good
1: yeah yeah Fox like I think that Kings Falls was to carry this season for the most part they knew that as the reason they They picked King's Fall to be the raid. It was the longest raid, right? Um, for that reason. Um, and it's tough if you're trying to do stuff by yourself. It's just very, very grindy. All right. Um, I just like. I mean, look, there's a lot of stuff in this game to dislike right now, and and my disdain is what's been going on in PvP for like since Witch Queen dropped, and the the amount of like laning. Weapons that have been buffed, the controller centric weapons that have been buffed. I'm looking at sidearms, uh, pulse rifles. Um, it seems like is it makes up majority of the lobbies now. It, this is this is, and um, making people stay on the ground more and more in this game in PvP and not go fast, not move around the map? You know, it's just more Mac control, and this is not fun when everybody's playing that way and no matter what the meta is you're going to see it the entire time and people get tired of going against the meta and it's time for bungie to do away with play the way you want and it's time to have full queues in pvp so if you're running the sniper cool you're running the sniper you can only be two people on the six-man team running the sniper. If you're running the shotgun, that's fine. It's a max of two running the shotgun. And this is locking loadouts in quick play. It sucks. You can't switch stuff in the middle of a game, but it's time to change, and it just needs to happen.
0: I mean, how many times in quick play are you guys swapping loadouts anyway? Don't you just kind of put on what you need for the bounties and keep it moving? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this isn't life or death, and there's not a rank or a number beside your name. This is literally just bounty completion and time passing. Like, yeah. what else are you gonna do? So I have no trouble with what you're saying. Yeah,
1: and this goes for subclasses too. Like, you shouldn't go up against a team with that six hunters, and they're all either void or whatever the most broken thing um, that's that that Bungie releases, exotic broken, and that's all hunters run. And it gets uh disabled and brought back. And then now everybody's bitching about Gly Falcon again. So I'm just tired of seeing it, seeing so many people bitching about meta stuff. And if you just constrain it to where like in trials, only one person's avoid hunter. It's just gonna take a lot of the gripes away. And make it, makes you think it better. should
0: move outside of quick play and stuff and into even competitive play. Absolutely. I don't disagree with you, Jared. Like, I'm kind of on your side. I'm just for the sake of you explaining your point better. I think that would be nice as well. But, you know,
1: that way there's only one busted thing. Like, it's not the same thing three times. So, yeah,
2: I mean, we've we we talked about this a lot. This is something that that Jared brought up to to us, like outside of this podcast a long time ago is is locked locking loadouts for. For like specific roles within within the game, and we see it working with Overwatch. Like, you don't have a team of of six deeps, yeah, in Overwatch. Um, and so so having teams that are balanced, I get, I
0: get I get extra money or whatever, extra currency in Overwatch where I play support and nobody
2: else wants yeah. to. Yeah, I it play support my all favorite. the time because that's 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 my main dog. Um you could but easily do like, that in
1: destiny. Like the weather weapons drop in that week in crucible. You get extra perks on the weapon. If you, if you Q is one of the less, um, used subclasses, less, the desirable. less used weapon.
2: Yeah. Dog. I'd be set. I'd be running my fusions. Cause nobody ever fills that slot. Yeah. Right. Just like Lucio. <laughs> I'm always Lucio. Every time I don't even have to worry about it.
1: Yeah. All right. That's not you pitching and complaining for a moment. And, um, <laughs> uh mock bray What 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 did we Macabre. say again Macab, Macab. all right it's the arc aggressive frame sniper that is here for festival of lost it's here for three weeks so if you don't get your role now you're gonna have to wait 12 months so um pvp kind of want to look at handling and you will look at stability um aggressive frame like you're not gonna be hurting for rage I see a lot of people out there saying the range decreases your accuracy cone, all this garbage, you don't need it. There's no, not very many of these maps that you're going to have uh, aim assist drop off with an aggressive range sniper. So um, to me, for PvP, I'm looking at Fluted Barrel with Flared Magwell Snapshot and Opening Shot. Now that last column, you could convince me a lot of different things. I don't need opening shot there. There's high impact reserves. That's, a, that's another good one to help um, take out supers, uh, moving target in that last column, and also swashbuckler. But well, now if you get a melee kill with swashbuckler with that sniper out, you can one-shot body. PVE is a lot to like here. There's auto-loading holster in column three. There's also clown cartridge. And triple tap. Give me any of those three. And for that, for column five, I either want 4 pull or high-impact reserves. So uh, as snipers go, this kind of, you can get a roll for any part of the game. Um, I would say even that bolt shot uh, that you can get in that last column would be decent in gambit. You can clear out the the massive ads from across the map. And uh, I think the the sound of this sniper would basically be another fan favorite. It's some kind of anime that they rip it off of. Chad, I think I was
2: I seeing that. I haven't gotten the gun to shoot it, so I have. Yeah. I, I heard oh, that it was come a thing. On, Chad, I already told you guys. I haven't nope. played any of it. I'm gonna wait till Sunday morning to to, to start grinding stuff out on it. But I've Easy heard like a I've Sunday heard th- good things about it, and that's one of the things Destiny's really good at. Like Bungie's really good at making guns very unique, and especially with sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Like, look at what they did with Jotun was the first one that really got my attention. Everything sounded different. But hearing that, that hammer and anvil sound every time you fired a shot out of it, because it's an armory weapon. It's like a forge weapon. Like, that was awesome. Um, But you hear it in all kinds of exotics. And yeah, yeah, I love it. It's my toaster. Um, But it's like, they're very good at making very unique sounding things. Mm. Um, So I can't wait to get it on Sunday and tell you guys what I think it's from. Yeah, I've heard, all oh, this gun, it sounds like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, yeah. like, I want to hear it myself, because I tried to hear it in the trailer, and I'm like, I, there's so much going on, you can't hear just mm-hmm. the gun. So.
1: So another thing we didn't talk about is the origin trait, which is search party, and this weapon has faster aim down sights and movement speed while aiming uh, when you are not near allies, so if you're by yourself. So, um, in that case, sometimes, I mean, some people were saying that you don't need Snapshot, you just build into perpetual motion in column three, and just be out by yourself in PvP, and, I, and that makes some sense, but I'd rather have the um, assurance of Snapshot than sometimes my teammate might be running up next to me.
0: Like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I think that takes us to the gambling corner, right? Yep. Uh, quick update. Nobody has Touch of Malice, to my knowledge. Not All right. No. So that's going to be a no. And we are still waiting on our first run of Glassway. I imagine we'll take it out before the next episode. We've got three out of six done. We still have Glassway. We still have... Disgraced um, and Lightblade. Disgraced. Mm-hmm. And we still have the Lightblade. Those are the three we have left. And with the Glassway, it is the least deaths wins and it is a um anti thing uh when we were playing last night chad was the last to die unfortunately it was on paul and saber not on glassway so we will run that over to next week and that takes us to the half-baked takes Mm -hmm. and jared are you taking half-baked takes this week i am so take us um, away my friend
1: so with some of the stuff with the half-baked takes here, we're also coming up with like half-baked ideas of the game, but I think this is actually a take of the way the game should operate. And that is whenever you first scope in with any weapon, the first half second, you take zero flinch with any weapon in the game. So what so what does this do? So for for PVE, this is great, right? You load up an Izzy shot, you scope it in to get that headshot. And if you're if you're quick and you're on the head as you're scoping in, you're not getting flinched off the head at all. Now in PvP, this can be troublesome, right? So there's gonna be at the some time some type of cooldown, right? So people just don't um my, bind up their their right click to just like click on and off a bunch of times in a row while they're scoped in to stay scoped in and the game acts like you descoped. scoped. So there would be some kind of like Five second cooldown uh, of whenever this activates and when it when it goes out. Um, so that gives sniping in PvP a ceiling. Like if you're fast about it, you'll pull off that quick scope. You're not getting flitched off the head because you should be rewarded for scoping in very quickly and pulling the trigger, not staring down a scope and laning, trying to shut down movement with a sniper. I want fast sniping here. This is this this gets away if people just. Uh, watching the lane uh, for primary weapons. This is good too. So like, you're leading off an engagement. You should be able to get a shot off or two without taking flinch, and then, and then start getting it as you try. If you stay in the lane, if you do peak shoot, then you should be rewarded for peak shooting and not a uh, and not taking flinch.
0: So that's what I want. I, 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 I like, I like where your head's at with the peak shooting stuff for sure. You know, uh, I don't know what the answer is. I just know that all we have now is a, is it right? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, until they get that figured out, then, uh, I'm open to all suggestions myself. Um, you know, whenever you're playing a hand cannon and if, if you play a hand cannon and you're throwing, to me, that's not destiny. Uh, destiny's right. When I think of destiny, destiny's premier weapon, I think of a hand cannon. So they they have to keep those relevant, in my opinion. Uh, but they're not. So right now, hand cannons are not meta. They're nowhere close to meta. Um, so until we get something back close to that, which you know you kind of mentioned, as far as the flinch and stuff to make mm-hmm. it a little easier to use, then I'm, I'm all I'm all with you there, man.
2: I don't have many notes when it comes to a Jared thing, considering PVP and PVE, especially with snipers. Cause I don't use snipers very much. Um, But I mean, most the the, the points that he made were all very valid. And I like zero flinch during the first little bit of being scoped. Cause for PVE, you, you scope in with, with like a whisper if you're doing like damage on something and then something tickles you and you're just, that, that's all it takes because you have to wait for that. Like, it's horrible, man. You're just like uh, <laughs> looking at the sky all of a sudden and it's like, I just scoped in. Like in the time it took my, like to just start to scope in because it's not instant unless you have like, was it, um, snapshot?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In the time it took to fully zoom in, you're just all of a sudden you're off to the right off to you're up you're like it's mm-hmm. like man like give me let me scope in and like try to find somebody's head to like shoot at before something happens like come on
1: yeah there's a lot of stuff about whisper i, w- I would like to change and that's probably a different half baked take idea but basically i mean i think that weapon should always be the best best weapon in game
2: yeah, with perfect de- with perfect shots and deeps, mm-hmm. I think it should always be king. And then the minute you miss, yeah, it drops off significantly because the reloads long on that, and they did that on purpose. So that's you're losing like in in like the train of shots, you're losing like two two shots worth. So
1: all right, that's not much pushback from this change. So uh, you know, build it up, Bungie, and put it in the game next season. Let's go. That's a good effort. <laughs> <laughs> do right. you
0: like uh, Jared, yeah. I have to ask. You you're more into the like minute details than mm. I am, especially PvP stuff. Do you expect to see changes next season or do you expect to see changes before the the major expansion and uh allegedly February? Like when do you expect to see major stuff happen uh until like let's say for the next 12 months
1: so something to major with me would be the the non-stacking of exotics and subclasses on a on uh, on a fire team inside of trials and and comp because next season we're supposed to get a comp we work right so that'd be a perfect time to introduce this some kind of way that you can't Stack up three Invis Hunters with with Glyphalk or whatever that, that exotic right. is. Like it's just like it just makes so much sense in a game. It just like like it's okay that we have a meta and like things are the the best in game, but you shouldn't have to go up against it on all three all three players on the other team. And you sh- you should also not stack up your team with the same three. There's gonna be some continuity, mm-hmm. so that's something major. And I, they'll never do it they will never do it in Destiny 2. So, something major, I guess, like, you're talking about, like, weapon reworks and stuff. Like, I'm sure they're going to buff another controller weapon next season and and another laning weapon. Like, probably precision scout rifles and precision hand cannons. They'll probably get a buff. You know, they'll probably hurt aim assist again with another, like, 140 aim assist drop-off and, like, something else. Like... I have no hopes for Destiny PvP right so, now.
0: So, not to. Not to. We made a question from Dark Haze mm-hmm. uh, that came in and it said Is Destiny 2 PvP dead until the next game or Destiny 3 comes out? Let's just so go ahead I, and open it up right now before Chad gets into lore yeah. and everything. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have any expectations whatsoever at this point?
1: So uh, what I'm viewing PvP and Destiny moving forward is them doing trial and error to get the next game PvP right. They're just, they got ideas up on a wall of stuff they want to do to weapons, like this latest sidearm buff. I know someone that's screwed up because of Rangefinder. But they're just like, all right, let's just make Sodom's meta and see how it plays out. Let's right. go. Let's make fusion rifles meta and see how it plays out. Let's go. Buff last word again and buff DMT back to way it was, and let's just let the the mouse and keyboard versus controller like meta weapons go after each other for a couple seasons and see
0: how they play out. They'll just they're throwing shit at a wall and see what sticks. Chad, do you have anything to? Would you just agree with Jared on that?
2: Um, first of all, yes, (laughs) I do agree with Jared. (laughs) Um, but I mean, uh, to me, PVP hasn't been in a great place for a while. And the changes that happened this last time has turned like our PVP sweat Lords. Like they, they, they know that they complain a lot about it. And, and this time they're like, dude, they weren't even complaining they were sad. They were just like like it's it's not fun. Like it's it's in a horrible place. Like this is ridiculous and they uh, like it felt like they finally hit like they're dangling off the end of the rope and they now know that that's right. the end of their rope and they're like S- dang it. <laughs> cuz they want to like it so bad cuz they remember the times that they've had fun and 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 I I mean I agree with them. Like I've been to the lighthouse once. I know what it's like to really enjoy yourself and have an awesome time and reach the top of the mountain and feel like a king. Um, but it's, it's, it's been really bad. And like, as soon as I hit pinnacle cap on all my characters where I got like one or two away, I stopped doing the crucible pinnacle. Cause I'm like, I don't need to do this to myself. I don't care about a one. Like if I'm only missing one piece that puts me one away from being full 80, I am just not run the running raid crucible. every week. Exactly. Yep. I'm just going to run the raid. And if it's like, if it's Vanguard week, I'll run some strikes. If it's Gambit week, I'll run some Gambit. If it's Iron Banner. Fine. But I'm not running regular Crucible. Um, and it's just because it's, it's distinctly unfun. And I'm not even trying to play to win. Like I go in there with my, with my doo-doo loadout that everybody that would play me would say, that's doo-doo. It'd be like 1v1 me, bro. Um <laughs> but like i'm gonna kill you a couple times it's not great but it's so weird that people don't know how to play against it very much but it's like Mm -hmm. it's just not it's not in a fun place even with me and my weird stuff it's not it's not a fun time and i'm I'm, I'm playing the game to have fun
1: yeah i gotta say one more thing before we move on to lore people bitch about aim assist in this game for mouse and keyboard and controller and it needs to be there because we don't have dedicated servers. We got people right, lagging right, right, across right. the freaking map. In and out of walls. Like you have to have it in this game because of that. We have dedicated servers, fine. Nerf all the aim assists. Make it valid fall I care. That would be great for PvP. Make people aim for the head and actually hit the head on on whatever inputs whatever input you have. I don't care. Cronus, Zim, I don't care. Just use what you want.
0: <laughs> right, right. So Jared, you kind of miss the Chronus Zim stuff. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, like they shouldn't be in competitive shooters that have that need contr- that that use control. It just like, like cool. You're using it in in Mass Effect s- solo through and stuff. Like cool for you, Chad. Like good. Like like it's fine. That doesn't affect anybody, right? Now when you are right, getting right. it in in these in the war zone and destiny and, and Fortnite and all that stuff. Like it has no Mr. place Chief there. Chief collection. Yep. I, yeah. yeah.
0: I think I'm with you. I feel like if you prefer mouse and keyboard input and you're still on console, that's, that's on you at this point. Mm-hmm. I just ordered my daughter a computer for Christmas and it was like, five hundred six hundred dollars wasn't even six hundred dollars and it is on par or better than the ps5 or the the series yeah um you know new egg they run sales i did have uh dark Haze check it out for me to be like hey how does this look and he was able to give god tier advice which helps and if you're in that same boat reach out to us on twitter at destiny cc pod you know we can get to people that know more than I do, know more than Jared does, know more than Chad does. And they can give you an idea of what you're getting is a fair deal. So allow, allow us to help you. We would love to help you. So, uh, but he helped me out with my daughter and we got her something coming in. That's going to be able to run at 60 frames without any trouble whatsoever. And she doesn't even play. She plays Roblox and Minecraft and, uh, obvious play time you know what i mean we're not even playing yeah. yeah uh big games and we got it for cheaper than what you would get a series x so that's always robux try it all right
1: chad it's time for laura and it's something about being uh between the rock and the hard place or something
2: uh yeah yeah that's definitely it <laughs> um it's about the lore book between stolen stars um oh, okay it's it's started coming obviously like i said it's one of the lore books for this season i don't ever start them until the end of the season which it's essentially the end of the season and it starts off with telling you what was happening because it didn't show aramis cracking out of the ice we didn't see anything we just knew all of a sudden she was out um so it starts with chapter one thaw you are cold child oh. Aramis's world was a choking smother of darkness and pain. She could not move. She was only vaguely aware of the voice. We have a use for you. A mass of frozen splinters sealed her eyes. How long had she been here? We would have you find something for us, something which was lost. The voice swirled around her like smoke, echoed inside her mind, though terrifying. It was something to focus on amid the surrounding nothing. Who was speaking? Answer, said the voice, convincing and commanding. Aramis paused, as if in response her perception began to dim and she felt the crushing darkness closing in around her once more. There was no fight here. There was no choice. She remembered her people. Yes, she thought, and the pain ceased. Gather those who serve you, and know you serve us. A surge of images filled her mind, tendrils of inky vapor trailing through the stars, hidden vessels secreted amongst long-forgotten treasures, a whisper rising to a roar, the great machine beginning to awaken, and then from everywhere, shattering. Arask sat in the heart of his catch, lit only by the weak amber glow of his viewscreen, He frowned as he charted another trip through the Themis Cluster with a quarter load of phase glass. The job would barely pull enough to cover the voyage, and ether reserves were dangerously low. How long could his crew—a blinking light caught his attention—chatter on a long, dormant channel. Orosk leaned forward in his seat, his ancient leathers creaking as he moved. He tapped at the screen with one gnarled claw. The missive was direct and merciless. A jagged grin crept over his face. She hadn't changed. The comm system squawked from disuse. Below decks, a patchwork band of dregs and marauders looked up with confusion. A call's gone out. A Aras' voice rasped from the speakers. Raise the old flag. We sail once more. Chapter 2. Jurisdiction And if Mara demands his extradition, Ikora crossed her arms behind her back and arced her eyebrow to Zavala. The Vanguard leaders were sequestered in Zavala's office. A terse missive from Petravenge lay in issue between them. Then we'll happily accommodate her, the commander responded with a wry smile. But I suspect Mara's attention is elsewhere. Perhaps she needs a reminder, Ikora floated casually. It would give us the political power to cover an act. It would, Zavala frowned, but even if we evict him, I'm reluctant to send him back to the reef. Akroa chuckled dryly, a fate worse than death. I can only imagine what the Techians have dreamed up for him. Besides, the commander said, turning an asylum seeker over to the Awoken would needlessly provoke the Elixni. He tried to keep his tone light, but it betrayed him as he felt the needs seeds of an argument start to form. True, Ikora shrugged, but Spider's very presence in the city is provocation. You saw what happened when the House of Light arrived, all the unjustified hatred. Zavala grunted in reluctant acknowledgement. In Spider's case, the anger would be entirely justified, Ikora pressed, trying to forestall Zavala's inevitable objection. He would give critics of Eliksni resettlement plenty of fresh ammunition. It would set relations back by a year, and we've only just stabilized. You're right, he conceded. Spider's more trouble than he's worth. Ikora sighed. If I'm right then, why are you about to fight me on this? Zavala smiled softly. They knew each other so well. Two reasons, he replied. First, Spider is something of a cultural liaison between the Eliksni and humanity. He was welcoming to Guardians when most of the shore was still a war zone. Is that how you're framing his ghost shell collection? Cultural exchange?" Ikora wrinkled her nose in distaste. That's a mark against on my ledger. Mine as well, Zavala replied. But we have to accept the Elixni for who they are, warts and all. If we're going to live with them, we have to understand them. And nobody understands both sides like Spider. And second, Ikora prompted. We never know who might become an ally. Zavala gestured at the direction of the Elixni quarter below. The number of guardians that Mistrax has killed over the years. He trailed off with a shake of his head. But now, Mistrax fights for the last city as his home. He continued turning back to Ikora. It was imaginable even a decade ago. But here we are. And in Ido, I see the first real hope for collective peace in my lifetime. Not just a ceasefire, but real peace. Zavala shrugged. In a century or two, who knows what Spider might become? Ikora narrowed her eyes and pressed her lips together in a firm disapproval. Zavala smiled to himself, knowing he had won. Chapter 3. Trust Eris Morn's workspace was organized. Clean. A camp stove, a burned wok, a crate of rations to keep her fed until the next supply dropped from Luna. A metal work table with a neat arrangement of medical equipment carefully kept. Half of a thrall skull, a saw resting at its side, a collection of discarded chitin, a skine of hive leather. Drifter picked up a jar from the shelf. The container was filled with pickled hive eyeballs, the green dimmed by death. You live like this? Drifter asked incredulous, Eris looking at him with a frown. What do you mean? Like what? Drifter gestured around the room. When she said nothing, he continued, You called the derelict a heap. She switched on one of the harsh halogen lamps hanging over her work table. The light cast everything in hard lines of shadow. It is. So what do you call this? He shook the jar of eyeballs. They rolled and thumped together in their glass container before settling in it into a teeming stare. Eris silently returned her gaze to the reliquary. It was an unassuming vessel, its contents obscured save for the strange interior glow. Undoubtedly, the scribe of House Light has examined these, why bring one to me? I do ain't exactly a darkness expert. I see. She felt the grooves and patterns under her fingertips. As she turned the reliquary in her hands, she, sh- she felt the shift and shudder of the darkness as it responded to her touch, to her silent inquiry. She ran the pat of her thumb over the seal's edges. When Drifter had first offered the relics to her, Eris had called them a gift. Now she had one in her hands, she did not think she should unwrap it. She looked back to him. What is your motivation for helping the Guardian? I do not assume altruism. Drifter gave her a look of mock offense. Hey, why not? Hmm. I did assume deflection. Speak plainly. Drifter fell silent for a moment, his face pensive. When he finally spoke, his words were carefully chosen. The Elixni need a win, he said, looking away from her. After all that, the Vex, salvation, everything. House Light needs a win. And defeating Aramis will be a win. Yeah, hope. It sticks this time. Drifter leaned back on his heels and grinned. Plus, always nice to be out a favor. Don't know if Spider will make good on his, but I bet Captain Kell would. Again, deflection. She placed the reliquary down on her work table. Drifter didn't move to pick it up. You sure you don't want to keep him? His tone was genuine. Eris considered this, not the offer, but the sentiment behind his words, the implicit unspoken faith. You trust me? He shrugged. Who wouldn't? There was a smile, slight, careful, at the corner of her mouth, something close to delight. Then stay, be silent, and listen. I have thoughts on their utility. The drifter did as he was asked. Chapter 4, Law of the Land An ether fizz, Spider called to the drag behind the bar, for our fearless Kell. Spider sat on his makeshift throne at the back of the ether tank, surveying his tiny fiefdom, and beckoned Misrax to approach. To what do we owe the honor of your presence, Mithrax Kel? Spider asked loudly, overpronouncing the human version of his name. Surely you have more important people to see than a humble entrepreneur like myself? Those at the top of the tower, for instance? Misrax noted sharp scoffs amongst the crowd at Spider's mention of the tower. I wish to make clear the rules of the Eliksni quarter, Misrax said, so that there are no misunderstandings. Of course, Spider proclaimed with faux deference. Misunderstandings are how people get left behind. We wouldn't want that. Rex huffed at Spider's indelicate allusion. His retort was interrupted by a polite chitter at his side. He looked down to see the dreg from behind the bar proffer a small ether canister. Misrax attached the ether canister to his rebreather and took a sharp pull. He was pleasantly surprised by the sensation. It was once filling and effervescent. The House of Light had been living on the most basic ether for so long and forgot how delightful such concoctions were. Spider noticed the Kell's appreciation and scoffed. So, the rules, he prompted. Yes, Misrax rumbled. We are not yet welcome by all in the Last City, so we must avoid angering our human neighbors. Agreed, Spider nodded. The humans can be peevish, especially when you kill dozens of them at the time. Rex ignored the jab and pressed on. That is why there must be no violence inside the city walls. Ever. This is the Elixni quarter, is it not? Spider bristled. The Elixni would be free to mete out justice as needed in our own way. I did not say there must be no violence, Misrax muttered in sotto voce. Only that it must not happen inside the walls. Spider nodded out of the concession. Very crafty. Agreed. Is that all? No, that is not all. From today forward, there will be no more docking in your organization. He nodded toward the dreg behind the bar, whose lower arm stumps were covered by studded leather caps. What? Spider exclaimed. That's preposterous. Elixir have been docking dregs since the whirlwind. It's tradition. The crowd murmured restlessly at the prospect of confrontation. Not in my house, Misrax boomed. The room went silent. Misrax turned and addressed the crowd. I am Kel, and I decree that no Elixney in the house light shall be docked. He turned back to Spider and lowered his voice. Unless you wish to be the exception to the rule. Spider chuckled. There's the Misrax I knew, he said slyly. As long as you're still willing to draw blades when the time comes, we'll be just fine. Man. What I can't say is uh Spider's Spider's in a bit of trouble. Mara knows where he's at. So does Petra. But uh it looks like he's got the back of uh the tower looking at him and keeping an eye on him, keeping him keeping him safe. But uh also looks like Drifter and Aeris's uh quote unquote relationship is uh blossoming very well there. Very excited to see what happens.
1: Yeah, you know, it's really it's what they're going to do with Spider-Man moving forward. Like, are they going to have like an NPC kill off another NPC? Like, like it's just something like that hasn't really been done, right? They haven't. I mean, besides Cade dying, like, what other NPC is like did anything to another NPC?
2: Nothing. Yeah, most of the the, the NPCs dying that weren't Cade were just from, like, actual enemies, like. The most recent one I think was uh the 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 leader of one of the I don't want to say clans. The robot lady, the cult of Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh. Yeah, she yeah, died yeah. during the vex invasion. Yeah, cuz she was, that was like, corrupted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that was like an off-screen death. Where mm. like we just run in and see her body there. So like Yeah, no. I think yeah. Cade was the only one that was killed by an actual named character.
1: Uh, they gotta make it make it mean more. They gotta start taking some of these people out or like drawing line in a the stand they can pick sides and I need some more drama yeah. between the NPCs. <laughs> some drama in the tower. I mean definitely. Let's get some. All right, it's time for the mailbag. <sighs> All right what is your favorite title in destiny two? And there, is there any titles you would like to see come to the game?
2: Hmm. I mean, my, uh, my Titan very, very aptly has the blacksmith title Mm -hmm. just locked on him all the time. He's my hammer boy. What else is he going to do? He's a blacksmith dog. Um, I mean, Conqueror is usually on there for a little bit too. Yeah. That's one of the ones that we always look forward to getting, um, Seeing as how we're the, the Conqueror's Corner. um, mm-hmm. But titles that were added to the game, I don't know. Like Blacksmith, Shadow, like there's already some cool ones that I like. I, I don't think I could imagine up a, a good one. Although Lightfall might have a good one since it's like mm-hmm. darkness and callous related. So it could be interesting. Maybe like the title's just greed. Cause that's what he is. He's like, he's greed. Or yeah. it's another yeah. another Disciple Slayer one, but it's different. Like Um I, I don't know. There, there there could be a couple cabal slash darkness related ones for next for Lightfall, which would be interesting, but I can't think of a good name for one at the moment.
1: You know, Chad, I think that like I know we just got um the one for was it this, this Disruptor. Uh, Disruptor, yeah. But like there should be like a title just for soloing dungeons
2: kind of like how they made like an event title yeah Where like it has like all you do all the event titles and then it gives you one big one that would be neat
1: yeah and then like you could a um, one. you can almost guild it you could guild it to like you have to solo like i don't know like two or three every season to guild it you know like yeah like, like just do something like that or like like you have to you know just given a season like you have to solo it on like on our, like an all stasis run, or like you know, just something that's like it just makes you do something that's a couple of things, or like with uh, this, this could be troublesome, but like maybe with the seasonal weapons or something like that, just depending on what went on there, like you'd have to solo it in a different way uh, just yeah. to guild it.
2: I think you could probably adapt the ones that they use for um the grandmasters to open up the conquerors title, where you know, you have to do like do one with arc, void, solar, and stasis. Um, mm-hmm. so do one with each element, um, and then obviously do like, do the, the main one for that season and then two rotators. So yeah. take your pick of two rotators and it, it just logs the ones and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'd be neat. Cause each season, like the weapons kind of change and adapt and the, the artifact mods change and adapt. So, um, that would definitely give me something to do on weekends. You know, like I think it, that the would last be called the season.
1: The spelunker.
2: Oh, yeah. Dungeon diver baby. Yeah. Yeah, spelunker. Oh, my, that, that'd be a good yep. one. Yeah. Yep. Dungeon boys. <laughs> All right, question. We need to have a conversation that'll wake up, Ryan, and that's definitely yeah. one of them.
1: Yeah. R I P I P. All right. Uh question two. <laughs> Is there a carrot you're chasing before the end of the season?
2: I think I mean.
1: It's more the stuff, I, I mean, my it's kind of title stuff, you know, like we got to finish yeah. up Conqueror, which I mean, that's like one more night, maybe a second night. It just depends on how late we get started and then finish up Kingslayer title, too. I think I got to do the yeah. Master Challenge and then for for Oryx and then like the ones that you can do at any time triumphs, you know, just like we we take a run to where we just like actually just take the time to do because it. It's not that hard. It's just like. Communicate. And most of the yeah, time we're kind of like our playstyle a little bit. Yeah. We, our brains kind of like half turned off. Like, all right, we'll put it on type who He's got the void debuff and we're just moving on, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I, I, I need to do the disciple slayer one still, mm-hmm. um, which isn't hard. It's literally doing two of the non challenge triumphs and then, um, two master mode challenges and then I'm done. Um, and then, uh, And the good news is, since this it's a rotator raid, you can literally do them in the same week. You can just Mm -hmm. go bang, bang. And I would just need to, like, I'd get a caretaker um, checkpoint, and then do caretaker and the one right after that, and I'm done. I don't even need to kill Rolk, which some people might, because they're like, well, yeah, let's kill him so we can get some, the red border, or like the, the, but there's no neat reason. It's like, you can craft these guns Uh, better, so don't worry about
1: it. unless you wanted to purchase more adept weapons out of the chest, I guess. Yeah, exactly.
2: The red, not the red border, the... The adep- yeah. adept guns, yep. which they should have. They, they, they made them different with time lost in Vogue. They could have done something else for Rolk. Mm-hmm. It could have been some kind of like darkness related word, but it didn't. End. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah. Literally. I just need to do those two encounters. One back to back. I did the first and the last encounter, but I need to do those two in master and just do the, the, the regular stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm yeah. done. Um, and then the Kingslayer stuff, which again, Kingslayer is like the, the Oryx raid is probably one of the more fun, but simplest raids in destiny two at the moment. Yeah. Very easy to teach. The next easiest would fun. Like interestingly enough, probably for me would be, um, Deep stone because there's three things you have to learn besides the like encounter movement and the way it works. But there's only mm-hmm. three things. And the third thing doesn't even come in until the, the third and fourth encounters. So, so yeah, you only have true. to teach two things for two encounters. And then they add a third one, which is even easier to do. So that's a really good one too. Um, but yeah, I mean, literally it's just just the raid titles and, and uh, that's it. I mean, and still my, obviously my purple sword, which I still can't get, even though like every once in a while I'll be like, all right. I'm spending four hours in dares and I do it and I get nothing and I get angry and I leave. <laughs> nope.
1: Just do your one master a week. That's it. Just move oh, on. I, oh my God. Just, that's it. Like, don't, don't, don't do that to yourself, Chad. Um, all right. Uh. Question three. Are you all being too hard on Bungie? They are maintaining a pretty great game. I, I do think agree. I would call it nitpicky. It is a great game it is it is that um yeah I think we can be nitpicky Chad and, and I think if I didn't like look at Twitter and look at reddit and like didn't know a lot about PvP I'd probably enjoy this game a bit more but it it's it's right now my opinion of PvP is so hard on them right now because I've been playing overwatch. And how great that PvP setup! And I just know Bungie's capable of doing better. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's my my issue. Is just like I like overall the PVE in this game is great. With some just like, all right, I, I'm kind of tired of doing the same old same old. But they can only produce so much per year, so it's just like, but they can do a lot better in PvP. Yeah, uh, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean we we all but of us I don't think we game. could say you no know, it is it is a great game. Um like I said we're just nitpicky because we play it so much that we pick at the little things that annoy us that most people that don't play as much as we do might not even notice. Um the only reason I'm I'm as nitpicky as I am on PVP is because I play with Jared and he points out things <laughs> and he he Oh my god. He opens my eyes to this knowledge and I'm like I wish I didn't know that cuz I wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cuz I didn't know anything about it. Um but I'm glad I know about it cuz it's something I'm like yeah, you know that is that's definitely a thing that needs to be changed. Um but like I feel like a teacher when you have a student that's really good and all of a sudden they turn in a report and you're like, this is a C minus report. Like, <laughs> this is an a student, a, mm-hmm. a minus student. And they gave me a C minus report. What happened? Yeah, You know, I know they don't yeah. do this normally. What happened? And I can feel the disappointment because we all played Halo, Halo one, two, three, ODST reach. We all played those games a lot and we got, good PvE. We got really good PvP. And those weren't even like fully like they were live games when they were cuz they were doing the whole uh you know competitive gaming edge mm-hmm. of it. And yeah. so they did make stuff and and since I wasn't as like ingrained in the community at the time, like if they made changes like they did now in in Destiny 2, I wouldn't notice them. Because it's only gun changes. There's not really ability changes happening at the time. It would only be gun changes. Like, Oh, we changed the fire rate for this by 0.05 milliseconds and stuff like that. And it's like, as a regular player that doesn't pay attention to like twabs or conquerors corner, I had no way of knowing any of the th- changes that they made throughout their time. But like, I can still go back and remember all the times I've played, like the, hours and hours of time I spent in SWAT, in in oddball, in Fiesta, and remember all of it as just an awesome time and a really fun time. And I remember it it just the guns felt great. The balance was interesting. And everybody bum rushing for sniper while I'm running over looking for a needle rifle because I can challenge him with that and, and just blow people up left and right. Um but we know they can make that kind of game. And mm-hmm. seeing them not do that with Destiny 2 PvP makes me sad. And we are very hard on Bungie. But like I said, it's because we're nitpicky on on yeah. the, the we, things that we don't like.
1: You know, I mean, how many times has Fox accused us of chilling out for Destiny 2? So, like, we praise them at the same time. Like, it's just like sometimes some episodes, we're just going to be negative. And then yeah. some episodes were like, hey, we're just singing the praises and there's no other better game maker out there. So, you know, I mean, I think, I mean, those are the reasons they got bought for $3.6 billion. I mean, they, they they know what they're doing. It's just that sometimes they just got to, you know, I think Destiny might have got put on a back burner a touch, given the news and some other stuff that we know about going on in the background. So... Yeah. I think I think the seasonal model is probably ran at stretch. And it's a good thing that they this number is gonna be no more sun setting. That's another that's a very good positive they announced. So probably just some time for that. Alright, so um this is the last question here. Um Chad, we're gonna to have to choose the, the meta to live in. Okay? Oh boy. It's the mountaintop recluse spare benders meta or What's kind of going on now with sidearms, pulse rifles, and scouts. You know, that spare benders meta was like, I mean, my benders was killing like, I think at close to 10 meters. Yeah. And and also at that time, your your pride and joy fusion rifle was like mapping people at like 25 to 30 meters, wasn't
2: it? Yeah. That's why I was going to say that one. Literally mm-hmm. the only reason is because I didn't get challenged with my fusion rifle very much, except by players that knew how to play against it. Um, slide shot gunning was rampant. So if somebody could round mm-hmm. a corner sliding and hit me, they got me. There's no yeah. chance, but if they're in the distance and I can spot them first, no amount of running and sliding is going to save you <laughs> from my shot. Cause I can line up that, that gun and make all the bolts hit you in that slide. And I only needed like, Cause it was the high impact. I only needed five, four or five of them to kill you. Mm-hmm. I think it was four. I think it was a really small amount back then. And you're dead. You're constantly dead. <sighs> mm-hmm. So it's it's. I was having a blast with my fusions. At what that was it time. called? Right again? now, I'm challenged. Um, it was either it was Arentil. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that thing just mapped people, and it cracked me up. Cause it just, I have, I think I have some clips of me getting long range double kills because people went and lined up and it's just like those halo, like play of the games where you see them go and you double headshot a guy. Yeah. Just three bolts hit the first guy and then he disintegrated and the rest of the bolts hit the guy behind him and then he disintegrated. And I'm like, feels so good. I, I enjoyed that very much.
1: So, Chad, this is what I want you to do. I want you to leave this Discord call and then try to call Fox directly. So, I'm going to switch over to scene two while you're doing this. All right. Whenever I can, you go to no, leave. Oh, yeah. So and that way. Heard. Yeah. So, it's going to kick you out of this call if you try to call him through Discord because he's got his headphones on. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So, like you leave the call. I and was going to call his cell phone. I've tried that phone. multiple times already. Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, um yeah so if we'll you listen uh, let's
2: let's end the youtube and uh and then get back on all right we're we'll going
1: to right, we'll go stream thank you all for listening um you know it's been a blast and i think i just like wanted to get a lot of stuff off my chest this episode so i kind of went on a couple rants went a, uh, a little long but usually that's fox doing that so this time it was me chad go ahead and, and sign us off
2: yeah, I definitely have a little salt with this, the the event. I just it le- it it leaves a bad taste in my mouth seeing what people are reporting and seeing that it's the same thing as what we had previously. But also, like I said, I haven't played much of it at all. It's zero. I don't even have the sniper yet. I literally talked to Ava and that was it. Um, so I'm gonna and you know I'm gonna leave thoughts until after I'm done. That's my my take was simply based off of a. This is what happened last year, and that's annoying as heck, and I don't like that. I don't like when that happens. Um, But, you know, it's an event. It's something to do that isn't running Catch Crash for the 30th time or having to kill 10 more ruffians, even though I already killed 50 and being annoyed by that. Um, But, uh, you know, we're we're not talking about that. You know, go out there, play the event, play a different game if you want. Call us if you want to run some raids, do some dungeons, learn a dungeon for the first time. We're always happy to do that.
1: Thanks for listening. Catch you all in the tower. All right, the YouTube stopped. So okay. at this point, the podcast is still going. And uh this has happened once before. And we should have known that it was gonna happen again <laughs> due to the fact that Fox said it was a milk hole. He even woke up for the podcast. So um, I've tried. So I think Chad at this point drop out of the Discord call and call him that way.
2: Yeah, I'll be right back here.
1: All right. I right, and you know at this point if you're still listening, um weapons I kind of been using in PvP and trying to enjoy stuff. Um, is you know um. The messenger is still really good as a pause rifle, and then also going to pull up with a couple of other things here. Well, um, ISO for my sniper is still better because it's, it's that forty zoom. That forty zoom is so good uh, for many reasons.
2: Well, he joined that call and then I left. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, so he, he should be coming back. Like, oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, Fosh uh, should be coming back, but there he bet, is. Yeah. Dead messenger in PvP still good because everybody's on the ground all the time. You switch to a hand cannon, one shot to the head, and they're gone. So
2: that's, that's kind gross. of what I've
1: been doing to deal with these sidearm pulse rifle leaning, leaning people.
2: There he is. Happy to see you, bud.
1: Yep. <laughs> so, Foxy, gonna like tell people to tell a friend. Like with you, what's going on?
0: Let's tell go a through friend that. to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Anything you need my uh, my advice on?
1: Nah, we're good.
0: Yeah. All yeah. right. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at or Like, subscribe, unsubscribe, pre-subscribe to the podcast and other podcast services. Make sure if you follow, watch us on Twitter, you can follow us the uh, YouTube and other video podcast services. I'm going to let these other two guys sign off.
1: Yeah, so we kind of do this once, but, you know, I'll catch you in the tower and, and, and get in the Discord and hit us up and we'll, we'll do PVE things.
2: Yeah, like uh, like we talked about earlier, we enjoy, at least Jared and I enjoy dungeons very much. So uh, let us know if you, you want to learn some and uh, we'll help you out.
0: Go Cats. Love you guys.